Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to discuss the possibility that working remotely is hurting you. Mm. Yeah, it might be a shock. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with a question from someone who has always worked remotely, but used to go into the office for monthly visits. Now that the company won't pay for those monthly trips, this employee feels disconnected from others at work. Huh. We'll spend the second part of our podcast considering the manager's perspective. What if you suspect that your on-site employees have access to more opportunities? Oh boy, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. I mean, I know remote working is great for so many people in so many ways, but it's also really crucial to consider the possible downsides. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here is the question. I'm going to read it. Okay. My, my position has always been remote, but prior to the pandemic, my company paid me to come in once a month and meet with everyone. They paid all my expenses. That stopped during the pandemic, and now the company says there is no budget. While no one is saying anything, the lack of direct contact is making me feel less connected and more sidelined. If I could find a way, should I get the company to bring me back? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think, you know, many people are realizing that, look, there's a lot of great things about being virtual and, you know, nobody likes to commute. Um, most people don't like the commute anyway. Yeah. So if you've eliminated your commute, you're already home, which is really great if you've got child care, elder care. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, now that people are going back to the office, the ones that are there are probably, they have the FaceTime. Yes. They have you know, the drive by, Hey, let me tell you what's happening. Like they're having these ad lib conversations that you're not part of and you yes. never will be. Yes. So, I, you know, I think if you came in once a month and that worked, yeah, I think you need to find some budget, you know, whether you take cheaper flights or you don't come, you maybe come in once every other month. But I think that out of sight, out of mind, I totally agree with that. And I also think it's interesting because I think from a psychological perspective, many people prefer remote working because they think that it then absolves them from the politics of work. Yes. And we are here to say, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. And that is part of why the FaceTime is so essential. And so even if you're not physically going there, making sure that you have ways of having, you know, powwows or meetings or something where you're talking to individuals, not just in formal ways, but also in informal settings is really essential. You know, I think if you want promotions and you want people to, um, you know, see your work style, then you're going to have to have some face time. They're going to have to see you because yeah. the ones that they're seeing, they may not even be as good as you, but right. the fact that they're seeing them and they have 
some interactions with them, they're closer to them. Yes. I was sharing uh, with you, Kathy, that a couple of situations that I've heard recently, one in particular where the head of an organization has hired a consultant and that consultant comes on site and basically has the ear of the CEO all day long. Mm-hmm. And one of my clients who was, is, you know, on the second tier now is finding that she's feeling very shut out from conversations. She's feeling as if her voice and her opinions are not heard. And, um, you know, first her initial response was to withdraw and not want to do more, not want to in, in initiate more contact. But what she's learning is that, in fact, what it means is that she has to up the ante in terms of the ways that she finds to meet with him and also ways that she finds to insert herself in the conversations with the consultant. Yeah. So it's a, it speaks more to what you're talking about, that you just your, your presence has got to be felt one way or another. And if it means physically showing up every so often, as in the person who poses this question, I think do it. I mean, this may sound a little woo-woo, but I think there's something um, energetic that goes on in the workplace. Like if you're there and they're there, you kind of can get aligned energetically and, you know, we'll get along. I mean, not you're not going to get along with everybody, but I think those that are not participating in that, it's not really talked about. They are on the outside, you yeah. know? you may be someone that you get called all the time and you're very active in your job because maybe you're in finances and everybody needs you, but, and and there probably are some positions that can be remote and it would be absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, But I think you have to assess whether your position needs this FaceTime and be honest about it because if you're not, you can really miss out on opportunities. And would you say, I'm going to do a leading question, that the higher up your position, the more important it is to have some FaceTime with other top leaders? (laughs) Yes, especially if you want a promotion. Yeah. You're going to have to, yeah, you're going to have to be seen as a leader. And that's the way you look, the way you behave, and that you're there. Yes. Like I've been hearing from people that are called back, um, and not, not allowed to be remote anymore. And they say leadership is not there. Like, what's the point? That's not a good look. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They, they need to be there, I think. Yeah. And maybe on the reverse side, if your job is just a job, then you don't need to, right. You don't have to do any of this. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think some people want less FaceTime. They don't want they don't want to remind people that they work there and they can work remotely <laughs> and they're just fine and they're not looking for more out of it than what they've got. And yeah. that then you don't need to be there. This is really more for the person that loves their job, loves their career, and you know, they wanna they want to do well, they want to keep being promoted. Um, and that that's who we're really talking about. Yeah. And I also want to make a plug for, for example, this individual is saying, I feel less connected. You know, I don't feel as connected and I feel sidelined. And I, I always like to encourage people to know what you know. If you are sensing that somehow you're missing out, that somehow you're being over, you know, someone is stepping over you, that someone is jockeying for power and you're out of the loop trust that feeling 
I would trust that. Do something to insert yourself. Don't pull away. Don't hide out. Don't avoid it, but step in. Yeah. And I, I bet a lot of people are feeling that right now that as people go back and maybe they can't, maybe they have a sick person at home or a small child, maybe they just can't, they may be feeling this. Right. I would think you can get some help so you can go in once in a while. Yeah. You don't have to go in every day because yeah. nobody's in every day. But if you could get in once a week, if you, you know, try to work that out. Um, if your job is important to you and you're, and you don't want to be sidelined. Yeah. I was going to say another um, solution that I've seen others propose is to, you know, propose a, just an on-site um, or off-site gathering of your team. And that's another way to kind of reestablish connection, have shared experiences, maybe, you know, do a whole strategy planning session together. But again, it's about becoming more real in a, in a very physical sense. Yeah. So let's look at it now from the manager's perspective. What if you suspect that people who come into the office are getting more opportunities, basically saying the same thing we're saying, if you see that you owe it to your people to let them know and to help them figure it out, like, how can you come in? And, you know, so the person who asked the question, they've always been remote, yet they still come in occasionally. That's yeah. how I think everybody has to look at it. Like if out of sight, out of mind, if you're in the office, you're getting opportunities just because you're there. Well, then you need to figure out what days would be advantageous for you to be in the office mm -hmm. and get your tush in there. Um and every and managers should be encouraging that and helping people figure it out. Maybe it's a half day. Maybe it's not a full day. Maybe they just come in for certain meetings instead of being on Zoom. Um, so yes, I think it's this is a manager's responsibility. And Kathy, how would you as a manager communicate something like that to your remote staff, especially the ones who are more invested in staying remote? I would have private meetings with them mm -hmm. and and share an observation you've seen and, and say, why don't you try this? If I were, you know, let's try to figure out how you can get in once a week. Mm -hmm. And even if it's for half a day and, you know, try to get them a budget, if you can try to get them, figure out what they need in order to do that and then support them in doing it and see how it goes. Um, I mean, most people I talk to don't want to be a hundred percent remote unless they live way too far away, which can happen. Yeah. This, this person lives very far away, I believe, and flew in, um, but still did it once a month. You know, it, again, it depends on what, how much you care about this job and how yeah. much, you know, or the company and how much you want to progress in the company. Um, I hope most people that listen to our podcast love their careers and are anxious <laughs> about their careers and want to grow it. So I, why would you hold yourself back? Well, I think the question is, why would you take a passive rather than an active yeah. approach? Right. And I think what we're encouraging is the active and exactly. same for the managers that it would take. I mean, that takes it takes a proactive manager to point out to the staff, the remote the uh, people who work mostly remotely to take the time to say, look, I know what your goals are or find out what are your goals? How are you trying to grow your career? And if those are your goals, here's what I think you need to do, including you need to come into the office physically and have more face time with the people who matter. Yeah. There's nothing like a one-on-one -on -one in person. 
you know, I mean, and listen, and I, and remote is still great for, for some of the time, but I think you do have to have some FaceTime. Yeah. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and also follow us on Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to receive our podcast email, text us at 228-28. That's 228-28 and type in my crazy office, all one word. Finally, don't forget to send your stories and questions to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.